All right, we're in Hebrews chapter 11 today. If you have your Bibles, we're going to start in verse 35. The Bible says, uh, women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured. Now, this is kind of long, so just bear with me. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. You know, the, the last section here in this great hall of faith is dedicated to others. And that's, that's you know, kind of the final category. And, and all of these people are lumped into, and they're pretty radical stories, right? I mean, he kind of gets to just the, the heaviest of the persecution uh, at the very end of Hebrews chapter 11. And he uses a simple word, others, to describe these people. Now, probably there are some people who say, hey, well, Isaiah's in this group and Daniel's in this group. And, you know, so there are some stories that we can't connect directly to either biblical history or um, Jewish or Christian history. But for the most part, these were unknown people. And he gives some really, really extreme examples of people who went through hard suffering and yet maintained their faith in God. And, you know, I don't believe that he does this just to guilt these particular people into remaining steadfast. And sometimes that happens, right? I mean, you're talking to somebody and you're going through a difficulty and, and uh, there's suffering in your life and then someone brings up somebody else's suffering that's much worse than yours and they kind of use it to, kind of, to, to, to corner you into feeling guilty about even feeling bad about what you're, what you're going through. And I don't think that that's the motivation here that uh, the author has as he presents these really difficult situations and scenarios that people have walked through. And we should never do that either. But I will say this, I think it is good for us sometimes to remember the suffering of others because it does help us to put our own suffering into context. You know, when, when we're going through something difficult, you know the feelings, the emotions, how you can be overwhelmed, and, uh, and it can feel. Sometimes it is really bad. But even when it's not really bad, it can eclipse everything else in your life. And you can feel so overwhelmed that it's almost as if, you know, the situation couldn't be worse. And it is good to remember. It is good to remember those, those others. Others in Jewish history or Christian history. Others, you know, today. Um, walking by faith in Christ and suffering great persecution, it is good to remember the others that are really going through great difficulty because it puts our own suffering into perspective. You know, it reminds us that there's purpose in our suffering. We're going to talk about what God does when we go through adversity in, in a couple of days. But it also helps us to see the good, you know, to, to maybe... Uh, take the foot off the pedal a little bit and uh, to have a, a little perspective on what we're going through to be able to say, okay, hey, listen, this could be a lot worse. You know, people have gone through, people are going through a lot worse than this. And so it takes some of that pressure off. And then in addition to that, it helps us to see the good because you know, uh, when you're going through a hard time, sometimes all of the good that God is doing that really is uh, 
around you in that present moment is obscured by the pain. And I think it's important for us to, to really consider, you know, the, the suffering in context and to be reminded, man, even though I'm going through this difficulty, God has been so good to me. And, you know, that is a good motivation, right? It provides some good, solid motivation to press on, you know, to be able to look at what others have gone through, which is exceedingly more difficult maybe than what we're going through, to see that example and say, hey, you know what, they didn't quit, and so I'm not going to quit either. And the last thing I want to encourage you with is this. Your life is an example of this. People are watching. You know, as we go through difficulty, people watch how we handle it, how we navigate that pain uh, and that suffering, and they're learning something. There's a takeaway uh, for them, and I would pray that their takeaway would be an encouragement. As they see us go through something, we hold fast, we cling fast, we're tenacious with our faith, we're vigilantly pressing on. And as people watch our lives, they're able to be encouraged to do the same as they walk through difficulty. I pray today that you are that type of example in your faith, that people see how you walk through difficulty and trust in the Lord and they themselves are encouraged to do the same. Lord, help us to be that today, to really see the good things that you are doing in our lives, to put our suffering in context, uh, and then also to be an example, God, that our lives would speak of your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.